The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got. Yeah. Unlock your wealth radio starts now. Is it okay to start the show? Can I start the show now? Yeah. What about now? How about now? All right. Welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am your crazy purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls, and I am flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with the following great features. First off, Miguel... Do we have a key this week? Key number seven. Yes, we have key seven, but hold that thought. Don't spill the beans just yet. Oh, okay. Don't tell them what it is. Don't tell them what it is. Okay. Because okay. we also have a what great moolah is, word of the is, day. But did you know that this segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored in part by Audible.com? I, I did know that. <laughs> yes. Have you partaken in the free trial? Uh, I have. Oh, outstanding. Quite, quite a while ago, but I did. Yay! Well, you too, mm. listeners of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, can get a free audiobook on us. Yes, audible.com is offering a free audiobook to Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners. All you have to do to start your free subscription and get a book is visit audibletrial.com forward slash unlock your wealth and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone and Android Kindle or MP3 player. Nice. Yes, but uh, we and we have the Road to Freedom Fest starting in June too, so we yep. could talk a little bit about that and all the exciting things that are going to happen at Freedom Fest and the new show. We could talk about that. Oh, and we also need to talk about um, the Atmosphere. because that podcast is out too. So we got lots to cover today. We're doing good. We're doing good. But uh, the main reason why folks are listening is because they want to learn about how to manage their money better. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. Yes. So why don't we share now what the key is for this week? Well, the key this week is break the budget. Yes. Key number seven. Number seven. Number seven. I'm so excited about this key. You know, I and I always say that every week. I'm so excited about this key, but because every key has such specific value. And I don't think that the well, you can't have one without the other. They come as a group. Yeah. You know, and uh, Baker's does. It is a baker's dozen, a baker's dozen, a financial philosophy, if you will, that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest all while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. We do this one week at a time, one key at a time. And you know where we do it? 
on Facebook Live. Oh, that's right. Yay, we do yeah. our Unlock Your Wealth Live, and we do it every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific on our Facebook fan page. All you have to do is visit Unlock Your Wealth Radio. That's facebook.com forward slash Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And all you have to do is uh, like the page, and then turn on notifications so you always know every time we do a new live broadcast. Things are going to be changing. We're so excited about um, what's coming up with the show and how the show is going to be morphing. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if you want to get the key in its entirety, you need to tune in on Mondays for our Unlock Your Wealth Live right at our Facebook fan page. That's Facebook.com forward slash Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And while you're at it, you might as well follow us on Instagram at Unlock Your Wealth, all spelled out unlike our silly Twitter name because they shortcut us two letters. So uh, yeah, so uh, follow us on Instagram because we also do updates and live broadcasts and uh, urgent news deliveries, especially, you know, like on Saturday, Chili's now announced that they had a data breach. Did you know about that? Wow. Yeah. It's going to be happening all the time. Yeah. So if you want to catch that up to the minute stuff, you need to start liking and following pages so you can get the good stuff when it happens. That way you can protect yourself. But yeah, visit the website moneycreditandyou.com. That's moneycreditandyou.com for all of your instant updates for data breaches, identity theft, credit stuff, uh, whatever you need to learn how to avoid identity theft, frauds, and scams. You can find it at moneycreditandyou.com. And you'll also find my brief little article about the data breach and what you need to know to protect yourself in the event that you were compromised. So anyway, so yeah, so key seven, visit us at facebook.com forward slash unlock your wealth radio for the unlock your wealth live show. And uh, I'm super excited because we got lots more coming up. Oh, we forgot to mention continuing our women's empowerment season. We have Gina Lofton, our interview from Freedom Fest from a couple of years ago. I had the opportunity to do a television interview with her. And I don't know if you saw that on our YouTube channel, but, and, and I finally got them all kind of orchestrated. So everything will be on one channel, whether it's radio or TV or our new show that's coming up. Oh, that's great. That'll be on iHeartMedia. So excited. Nice. Yes. Nice. So we'll talk about that. Cool. I keep teasing the segment. Like how I do that? Keep them hanging on in case I've bored them already. <laughs> <laughs> how about a little moolah word of the day, shall we? Sounds great. What do we got? Moolah word. Today's moolah word of the day. Don't be so demanding, Michael. Yeah, okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Demand is our moolah word of the day. Oh, demand. Isn't that awesome? Oh, I kind of like cleverly in, worked that in. As in on demand or? Well, as in the amount of a particular economic good or service that a consumer or group of consumers will want to purchase at a given price. The demand curve is usually downward sloping since consumers will want to buy more 
as price decreases. Demand for a good or service is determined by many different factors other than price, such as the price of substitute goods and complementary goods. In extreme cases, demand may be completely unrelated to price or nearly infinite at a given price. Along with supply, demand is one of the two key determinants of market price. So, for example, so when it says that other than price affects it, so so let's say Nikes, and I'm sure they're more expensive than this, but let's say Nikes are a hundred bucks. So when you talk about a substitute good, you're talking about another lower brand or some generic sneakers from ABC store. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and so you know, so there's demand for Nike at a hundred dollars, but because there's a comparable product that's a fraction of the price, does that detract or does that change the demand for Nikes? Now, Nike is a great example because they can pretty much charge whatever they want now because they've built such brand recognition that their pricing transcends actual costs or value. Mm -hmm. So that's something we have to think about. So when we think about sneakers, this allows me to explain the analogy. So, So a substitute good would be another pair of sneakers at a lower price. And that offered relatively the same value. And a complementary good or service to sneakers would say be shoelaces. Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. you could buy fancy shoelaces. Sure. You get the plain ones that come in the, in the box. Come but, you, yeah. but you could go buy fancier ones. Sure. So, so, so shoelaces would be a complementary good. But the price of shoelaces doesn't impact the price of the sneaker, especially when you're talking about Nikes, for example. Yeah. But it's a really good example, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, as you brought up the word Nike, I'm wondering, you know, how how it became the greatest sneaker, and it's probably because Michael Jordan endorsed it. Well, yeah, they built their brand. They've got they yeah. got quality, top notch athletes endorsing their product. Yeah, you know, but I think it became most vividly apparent when Michael Jackson was associated with the brand. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know. And they created the Air Jordans and all of that right, stuff. Right. So, so they really, they really launched or, or you know, or springboarded from his association with the label because he's the goat of basketball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Michael Jordan, not Michael Jackson. Right? Did I say Jackson? You said Jackson. No. <laughs> yeah, oh did. my God, that's hysterical. <laughs> Should I edit that out? No, <laughs> leave it in. I want people to know I'm human. Yeah, you are. I, 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 I would like Jackson. to think that I walk on water, but the reality is. That beat it, beat it. <laughs> Nike, Nike. <laughs> no one wants to be defeated. <laughs> Come on, keep going. Show them how funky. Come on. Just Nike. Nike. <laughs> Just Nike, do Nike, it. Nike, 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 Nike. All right. All right, enough of that. <laughs> Gee. <clears throat> so, so that's our moolah word of the day. So demand and supply mm-hmm. are, 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 are connected as supply goes up. You know, so scarcity becomes a thing. So, so as mm-hmm. supply goes down, when there's a limited number, it, it can make, you know, demand go up. So there's all these cool things that we can interweave with all of that stuff. Yeah. That that makes uh, economics so exciting. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and uh, You're incredibly the the more I, I, some people think is dry. I wish I understood it better. Well, it, well, you needed the right teacher because see, see, here is my experience, and, and it's crazy that I even started like with the pursuit of the degree in economics. I never finished it, but I started out pursuing the degree in economics, and it all had to do with my experience in high school, and this is why. I get so angry with our school systems because they teach you all of this crap. Like, let, let me just take, and, and it's a volatile topic, and I do not care personally. Very volatile. Uh, of, 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 of gender sensitivity. You are what you are, or you are whatever you think you are, okay? Because perception is reality. So who cares? You don't have to have classes on that. Just if you focus on being you and not worrying about what everybody else is doing, then it doesn't matter how you identify. We don't need classes on that. What does affect our day-to-day living isn't your gender identification. Your day-to-day living is affected by your ability to meet your needs financially, Yet we do not teach personal finance in school. There is no formalized curriculum. There's no informal curriculum. There's no requirements whatsoever, except in some of the states that Sharon Lecter, as she shared on our show at the beginning of the season, says that she's worked really hard to get into the school systems, but she Mm -hmm. hasn't had success nationwide. She's only been able to make effect change on a local level. So that being said, you know, economics was a required class your senior year. You needed it to graduate or you wouldn't you weren't graduating. And so I procrastinated. And the reason why I waited till my last semester, my senior year, was because the uh, Mrs. Cameron was my, well, was the economics teacher. She taught it all day long. Everybody had to take her class. And the problem I had with Mrs. Cameron had nothing to do at all with economics, but it had to do with the fact that... um, I was blood drive chairman for three years, sophomore, junior, and senior year. And so the only people that were 18 or 17 with parent permission to donate blood were, guess what? In her class. And she hated me because I was, as a privilege of the school, allowed to enter her classroom and talk for five to 10 minutes to recruit people. (laughs) To donate blood. And she was really adamant that if people donated blood, it had to not be in her class. They had to take off another class in order to do it. But I was like the ultimate, like I won awards for my ability to raise, you know, donations and stuff. So, so I, I crushed it, but while I was crushing it on the achievement scene, (laughs) I was also crushing any hopes that I would have a successful outcome in her class. But that turned out. That little bit of lemon turned out to be my lemonade because being, you know, a cheerleader, I was able to beg, borrow and steal my way into the only single class of economics that was taught by the football coach. <laughs> nice. And so, and everybody loved Doc Holliday. He was just the deal. He was a genius when it came to money, truly. He was also the football coach, but he was a big money guy. Mm -hmm. And so what was so great about him is he had a way of connecting us to the information. Like he understood what we were going through. Like he could, you know, remember back to those days, I guess. And he was able to connect what was going on in our lives to economic principles. And one of my favorite ones is diminishing marginal utility, how he explained it. He goes, not that any of you would go drinking underage at a party. 
But if you did, <laughs> diminishing marginal utility is the margin of utility e a product has after successive units. Now, when you hear that, you're like, what the, right? Yeah. So here's how it is. So you go into this party, right? And you go up to the guy with the keg and you give him your red solo cup and you pour that first beer and it tastes so good. It's icy cold. It's tingly. It's everything you were anticipating all weekend, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so good. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to have another. And this one tastes good, but it wasn't as good as the last one. And by the seventh beer, you're throwing up. Yeah. So with each additional beer, the margin of utility shrank. So the value you got out of the first beer for the same amount of money, right? So, so let's say each beer was a dollar, right? Yeah, so you're paying a yeah. dollar, but let's say the value you got out of that first beer was like, you know, 95 cents because there was a nickel for your sippy cup, right? And But the next one, you only got maybe, I don't know, 85 cents. <laughs> and by the last one, it was like negative 20 bucks because you're throwing up. Yeah. Exactly. So that's diminishing marginal utility. So he had this amazing way of connecting us. Did he Did he use that analogy? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Time to get fired for it. No. But he did preface it by, I know none of you would be underage drinking. That's how he started the conversation. <laughs> oh, sure. But other kids who do is how he but he connected it to us I mean he connected everything you know yeah. uh, you know with with what was going on in the times this was like 86 87 yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. stuff that was happening you know politically and, and, and things that you know he was able to connect us to stuff in ways that got us interested so we could learn those concepts That's so when yeah. we watched life happen we could like I, like I'm saying here I am 30 years yeah. later telling the story yep. of why I pursued a degree in economics right. When I was a cheerleader and an auto shop girl, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of crazy how the world works yeah. in that way. Yeah. So, you know, so can, we need to figure out that's like going to be my next mission is how do we connect kids to financial literacy? Because it's just not done often yeah. enough. Yeah. It should, it, you know, and parenting. Parenting, a parenting well, course. yeah, because it's not the school's responsibility to educate your child. It's yours. And if you delegate it to a school, that's one thing. But you need to show and make sure that they're accountable. Yeah. Because ultimately it's up to you uh, to educate your child. And, uh, and with that, another thing that we could share that I think it's totally awesome is uh, in July we're going to be starting our new uh, format for the show. We're going to be, you know, on video. It's, so you can still listen to it, but we are going to do a new show, a new video style show in Jan uh, in July, January, I'm losing my mind, in July as, as we are on the road to Freedom Fest because we're going to be broadcasting live every day from Freedom Fest, which I'm excited about, July 11th through 14th, but we're going to start the new format in July and uh, uh, we're going to be on iHeartMedia, so it's pretty exciting. You know, it's a good time to be Unlock Your Wealth Radio. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. So we're going to unveil, but we're not going to do it yet. But in June, as we start our Road to Freedom Fest, we're going to start unveiling some of the show stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that. So stay tuned uh, in the coming weeks as we unveil what the new show is going to look like and how you could be a part of the new show because we're going to allow more audience participation. So that'll cool. be pretty exciting. 
So with that, oh, and I had one other thing. Our Atlasphere podcast has launched. So for those of you who are not familiar, uh, I am a big fan of Atlas Shrugged and Ayn Rand, and I'm participating with co-host Jim Woods in a brand new show called The Atlasphere, and it goes along with the atlasphere.com website. So if you are an admirer of the Fountainhead or Atlas Shrugged and want to learn how to live your best life ever, this is the place to do it. But let's talk about our new guest, shall we? This segment and interview with Gina Lofton is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners by visiting our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. So I'm really excited. Founder and CEO of the Accredited to Accredited website is Gina Lofton. She is an active investor in multiple asset classes, primarily buying and building undervalued assets, which generate tax efficient passive income by using good debt and reducing taxes. Most of the societal problems are a direct result of people who don't do this, which is caused by what? financial illiteracy and financial illiteracy has become so dangerous that it's incomprehensible why society refuses to address the problem according to gina and let's talk more with her about this on our women's empowerment season right here at unlock your wealth radio gina welcome to unlock your wealth radio as we reprise this freedom fest interview Thank you, Heather. Glad to be here. It's very exciting. It's just um, met some amazing people like yourself that are really about liberty and financial freedom. And I'm here to educate all of the people that have come here over the weekend. Now, you're getting ready to present in a few minutes. Now, um, let's just briefly, how did you come to become a, a financial educator? Yeah, that, that's a really Tell good me question. The so I grew up as a homeless foster kid since I was two years old and I, you know, was abused and ran out of the, um, ran out of foster homes and then went to college and got my education, but still didn't want to depend on a husband or a government or a job to take care of my financial education and read a little purple book some years ago. And I said, oh my God, I need to figure this out. I was working for a company called Ernst & Young and building that business and then began my real estate investing career. And that's what really set it off. And today I have 2,500 units and four states and own a company you might have heard of called Direct TV, in which we sold to AT&T just recently. Yes, and you saved me money by doing that because I've combined my bills now. So Wonderful. thank you. <laughs> Glad you're a customer. You, you're building my financial freedom. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's, that's no small tax. Holy smokes. No, I'm very, very proud of that. I mean, and it was an asset, right? I mean, I was a stockholder, a shareholder mm -hmm. of Direct TV, and I realized many years ago, I went there to build that asset. And many people were not building an asset. They were working for money. Mm -hmm. And many of them are not able to retire today as a result of that, unfortunately. Where I, Even though I was building my real estate portfolio, I was still building this mm -hmm. other asset called DirecTV. And therefore, I was a shareholder. So it's really important that people understand that even though you might work, and I was a high-income working professional, so my taxes were really high. Mm -hmm. And I learned about you know, taxes and understanding how to be a real estate investor and using those advantages to reduce my W-2 income. So now I have a online training course to help other high income earners achieve financial freedom by reducing their taxes and using debt. 
So what is your ideal um, student? So, to, so if I'm looking at your course, like what kind of a person am I? What is, what is my income or what, what do I do? And uh, why would I want to take your course? Well, most people that earn their income in a W-2 or a 1099 that make over, let's just say $200,000 a year are the high income earners. And they're paying on a federal level about 40% to a to the to to taxes. If you live in a high income tax state such as California where I live, that's another 14%. So you're paying over 50% of your money to taxes. And then if you add housing on top of that, that's another 30% and food and energy is 20%. So that's 100% of your money is going away to something other than investing. So I mm-hmm. advise those who actually work within my you know, course is to focus on let's reduce that largest expense, which is taxes. Then and only then do you have money to invest into income producing assets. That's fantastic. I'm really excited about that. I'm excited um, that uh, you are a female doing this. You know, I'm a big Atlas Shrugged fan. I'm an objectivist. And so I'm all about the Dagny girl power. (laughs) So that's really neat. What are you going to focus on in today's talk? Um, Just that of why it's so important for you to begin doing this really quickly. Because, you know, if you have the low income people, the middle income and the high income, those are the only three groups that there are. So we all know that the middle income is pretty much becoming extinct mm-hmm. and it's a result of taxes and you know pretty much flat wages that we've had for the last 10 years so you need to pick which of the other two you want to be within do you want to be on the lower income or do you want to be on the higher upper income and i decided long ago i wanted to be on the higher income and i wanted to pay taxes like warren buffett and he pays about 17.4 percent of his income to taxes and that was my target and I want to yeah, pay no more than warrant. I remember when Ross Perot was running for president and everybody was talking about his effective tax rate of only 6%. And they're like, how does that happen? Exactly. And I said, well, the question isn't how does that happen? It's how do I get in on it? Exactly. And a lot of people don't realize that earning your income in different ways generate different types of taxes. So Mm -hmm. if you just do what the government wants you to do and provide jobs and to provide housing, you are given incentives in order to to have your taxes reduced because you're doing what the government wants you to do. So it's not like a, a loophole or anything that's illegal. It's just doing the things that the government wants you to do and taking advantage of that. Absolutely, because, I mean, it's there for a reason in the tax code. Absolutely. You know? So why, why don't we capitalize on that? Yeah. Um, so if there was uh, one thing that you could say, so let's say um, uh, as an individual, you know, I grew up a scrapper, much like yourself. Dad left when we were small. It's just me, my mom, and my brother. And uh, so as a woman investor uh, and as uh, as somebody that came up from poverty and was able to generate the high income but had a challenge you know translating that into investments what, what's that first step what kind of advice can you give a woman who um, is afraid to take that step but what if I lose my money what if I make a mistake how do, how do they mitigate that yeah I think educating themselves right listening to your program for one and listening to others out there that have experience I'm um, taking training courses reading books and then beginning to get you know knowledge in that particular investment type I'm, I invest in many different types of assets right real estate, I have oil and gas, I have businesses, I have a digital company. So 
find an alliance group, there's just so many things that are on the internet today. The barrier of entry is very low compared mm-hmm. to what it used to be. I mean, you could pretty much just Google anything and you can find an affinity group in your local area, in your local community, join that, begin to get knowledge in that particular area. And, and I also suggest working as an apprentice sometimes for free. I love that. Right? I did that. I mean, and I do that even to this day. When I don't know something, I will I will volunteer so I can learn about that business. And then you're able to minimize your risk. I don't go and invest in anything unless I learn it. I mean, so for example, let's just say oil and gas. I'm doing that now because I've been studying it for about five years, right? So now I feel comfortable enough that I know what are the risks and I know who are the key players, Mm -hmm. right? Because there's a lot of, you know, I was a victim of a Ponzi scheme one time, actually, Mm -hmm. just for, for, you know, years ago. And not to say that that won't happen again, I hope not, but Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make sure that my risks are minimized by knowing who are the players in those Mm -hmm. particular asset classes. I mean, coming here to Freedom Fest uh, as an example. So um, this is a really good you know, opportunity to meet and greet some of those people in all of those various industries for a very low investment. Mm-hmm. Oh, no question, because you pay for one ticket, but you get all these different things. It's and amazing. I was surprised, you know, we were doing some interviews and I had no idea about rare coins. And right. we got to interview a gentleman and, and, and I had an, an incredible education about just rare coins and the value add that yeah. those have over other asset type of investments. So I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. Well, if folks are interested in taking your online course, where do they find it? So they can just go to my website, which is PassiveIncomeAdvisors.com and um, they can learn all about the course, all of the modules. Um, there's a lot of free information that's there and videos. So by all means, um, go there and, and, and look up the information and then um, do your research. And I will be more than willing to help anyone that is looking to achieve financial freedom because that's true liberty, right? I mean, at the end of the day, there is nothing mm-hmm. more liberating. I never wanted to be homeless again. And I, 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 I won't because I own the buildings now. <laughs> I know. That's, that's got to be such an empowering feeling for it you. It is. Well, good luck with your next presentation for this evening as you kind of send us home with one of the last uh, uh, knock it out of the ballpark presentations today. And uh, we will look forward to your online courses and more. So for those of you who are viewing at home or listening on the radio and driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Gina's show page and get all the linky links to her good stuff and so much more. So for Gina Lofton, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2018 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. 